Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. Dear friends, welcome to the liturgy of the 32nd Sunday of the year. Last Sunday, the experts of the law, known as the scribes, confronted Jesus with a difficult question on which is the greatest commandment. The Jews have so many precepts of the law, commands, and prohibitions. To be asked the parents of all the commandments is an uphill task. Jesus' extensive knowledge of the scripture made the matter easy. He referred them to the Shema. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is God indeed. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your minds, with all your strength. Then love your brother and your sister as yourself. And I think this is the love we are called to. When you have love, you would have kept all the commandments. And that you will place God above everything. He is the source of all we have. He is everything that we, from him we came, from him we shall return, no matter how busy we may be. And to our neighbors, we owe them love. As I said to you the other Sunday, we owe each other love. Nobody is good enough to be hurt. Everybody deserves to be loved. Even the person you think do not deserve, he deserves it. God is love. All he does is love. Not because we are good, but because he is God. And he is love. And therefore we too owe each other. If there is anything we owe each other is love. Should be caring, loving, to each other. Today, the first and the gospel readings beam the search lights on the uncommon generosity of widows. Widows are referred to women who are bereaved of their husbands. Without means of livelihood in most situations. Widowhood come without notice, therefore. Widows pass through excruciating pains, ranging from psychological, emotional, material, medical, and other forms of trauma. The struggle to adjust to the new realities comes with lots of difficulties. George Ehusani observes that widows in Jesus' day we are the quintessential poor. In a male-dominated society, women, we are important only in relation to or in association with their husbands. The widows, we are the anawim, the poorest of the poor. 
Hence, they had no power, no resources, and no security. They had nothing to give when important people gathered to make contributions to the temple treasury. And the Bible draws our attention to treat widows with honor and compassion, provide protection, security, without taking on due advantage over them. Deuteronomy 14:29. God is the defender of widows and orphans. The Psalms of today says it. And Psalm 68, verse 5. Remember the story of Naomi and Ruth in the book of Ruth. She lost her husband. The two sons also died, leaving all the widows together. This mother-in-law said, My daughters, why not go back to your homes? Perhaps you will be able to find people that will marry you. One left immediately. But Ruth said, No, nowhere to go. I will go with you. Your people shall be my people. Wherever you go, I will go. She hold on to her mother-in-law. And we saw how life was so difficult. They had to go to look for their meals. People that have harvested, they have to go ramsack, see if they could get something in order to go and make a living. Life was not easy for widows. Look at Jesus and the widows at his own time. Look at the, 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 the widow at nine in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 7, from verses 1. We will see that they were carrying the son of this widow for burial. Having lost her husband, the son was gone also. Jesus had compassion upon her and then brought him to life. Can you imagine the joy that this widow will experience? The loneliness cannot be imagined. In the developed world, widows, yes, they suffer loneliness. But social security and other things, they are a little bit protected. Back to Africa, another third world um, Developing world is not easy. My mother was a widow for 30 years. Our dad died in 1980. Soon after his death, my father's uncle, my, my father's brother came that he wanted my mother to come and stay with him as a wife. We are just waiting to hear what our mom will say. At the end of the day, she turned down the offer. She refused. In some places where they cannot, they have no, even when the husband died, leaving her without a job doing, the government cannot even give her the entitlement of the husband whom she has lost. Depends as so many. You turn to the dimension of our finances, what the husband was doing, you have to do. Unpreparedly, you have to do, as I said, no school for widowhood. 
You begin a new life. You are thrown into confusion. Which one are you worried of? Is it the loss of a husband? How to provide for the bills of the house? Uh, school fees of the children? And everything is just on you. What be that you if you have no work doing? And this, we are the people that attracted Jesus in the gospel of today. Elijah, we know, was one of the greatest prophets in history. And when they mention Moses in the Old Testament, Elijah comes as one of the prophets. He stood for the monotheism to maintain the true worship of Yahweh in Israel. And this brought about his own problem. Ahab was the king of Israel, went and married Jezebel. And Jezebel came, a foreign woman came with her foreign gods. And we saw how they started manipulating. Yahweh had told them, I am a jealous God. No, you shall not have any other God but me. And when they brought these people, trouble came in Israel. And we saw how Elijah stood his ground to condemn what they were doing. To a certain point, they went for a contest. He declared a contest between the true God and then the Baal gods. Because of that, they were to offer offerings, sacrifices. The Baal gods prepared their own, and then they were to call on their God to come and consume their goods, their, 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 their sacrifice, while Elijah also was to do the same. He gave them chance to do their own, up to evening, nothing happened. Elijah haven't met his table of sacrifice, the firewood, the, 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 the ox slaughtered and then kept. He said they should fetch water and pour on the firewood. He now called the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Moses. Come and perform your miracles. Instantly, fire ignited the, 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 the sacrifice of Elijah. And Elijah killed all the Baal gods, maintaining the true religion in Israel. Jezebel, a wicked woman, was after his life. He flee to the desert. And that was where he encountered this daughter of Abraham. Having announced to them, for this three and a half years there will be no rain in Israel. And heavens obeyed him. There was no rent. He met this woman in this condition and begged her to spare a meal for, her, for him. Meeting a strange person that you didn't know, but she obliged him. And we saw the promises he made that you will not lack in this house. But it took her faith to generously give, give, she gave everything she had to live on with her son. And we'll let us see what will happen. Even at the death of the son, Elijah was the one that raised him up to life again. Generosity. The generosity that pains. She gave all she had to live on. And she never lacked. And this led to the encounter of Jesus today at the temple. 
He spoke to this group of people, the lawyers. Woe to you. Having spoken that, he sat down and he was watching people as they were donating. Rich people came with rich donation. And this poor widow came with her widow's might. And when they say widow's might, she gave everything she had to live on and dropped at the offering box. Jesus, that caught Jesus' attention, he called her and said, this is the highest donor in this celebration. Others gave living fat accounts in their accounts, but she gave everything she had because she depended on God for security. She was not thinking of where will I get. She knew that her God will always provide for her. And she has become a source, a reference point to given. We are challenged today to be like this widow. Willingly give out because we didn't come with anything and we'll live back without anything. It is here on earth we found all this. But sometimes when we find this thing, they close our eyes that we think that we'll carry them back when going. God has enough in heaven. Use it here to attend to the needs of humanity. Whatever we have is entrusted to our care. We are like caretakers. We are like custodians. These earthly things, we are the custodians of them. And when somebody dies, you see, no matter how rich, they roll him down to this place without carrying anything. And that is how we march him out to the graveyard. All of us will be marched same way, someday, sometime, when I can't tell. Therefore, the things of this world are to be looked after, they are to be used productively in order to make a greater reward up there in heaven. The Bible will say, store up treasure for yourselves in heaven where there are no moths that can destroy them. All of us are challenged to be givers generously like these widows. They gave everything because they depended on God for security. And God will not fail them. We too shouldn't look up to material things for security. No matter what we do, we'll leave them here. Our security is in God. Therefore, whatever we are doing, we should do it and do it with consideration that God has the last words. If we like, we accumulate them, we will go. If we give them out to those that really need them, we will go. Given or not given, we will all go. We better give so that when we go, we'll be able to have something in store for us. Finally, there is this widow also that made an impressive statement that we should read here. That several years ago, an elderly lady made a generous gift to the poor when asked if she could really afford it. Her answer was memorable. I am 74 now, she said. My husband, God rest his soul, died 23 years ago. He wasn't able to leave me much money, 
So for all this time, I've earned a living by scrubbing and washing. But I feel I should do more than that. I wanted to help those worse off than I am. God has been good to me. I have held a roof over my head, enough to eat. So many people do not have these blessings. And then I thought it would be better to work a little bit harder in this life and take my rest in the life to come. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.sanneaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.